0: Sports Central with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3.
1: Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Football season is well and truly here. And joining me is a familiar voice on the station, Elliot Danker from The Breakfast Huddle. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you? Can
0: you believe that we are going to have football with fans in the stadiums again?
1: You know, it's actually incredible to have that back. But it was normal for, you know, we, we never thought we'd get to a point where there'll be no fans in the stadium.
0: So my first question, right, is, and and this is a question that's an all-season-long sort of ponder question. There will be some players who thrive without fans, no pressure. And there will be other players who need the fans to push them on. Um, I mean, there is psychology. Males tend to perform better when uh, when there's pressure of fans, when people are watching. Perhaps it's our ego. So... You know what kind of standout players will we see this upcoming season and for some players who have done so well last season maybe they won't perform at that peak because pressure's on again you know I'm sure uh, one of the
1: players who uh, I've looked at closely he's going to be out with an injury for uh, a few weeks now Marcus Rashford oh, yes. the fans adore him yeah. and he is so inspired by them every time he steps onto the pitch but you you did mention it'll be quite interesting to see how uh, you know the players react to yeah. fans back in the stadium pre-season has looked good yeah. Uh, yeah. so far uh, but Uh, All this week, there's only been one name dominating the headlines, (laughs) none other than Lionel Messi sealing that historic move to Paris Saint-Germain. We talked briefly on the breakfast huddle about this move and, uh, you know, the magnitude of this uh, transfer. Lionel Messi, did you ever
0: think it was going to happen? I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Messi at a club other than Barcelona. I mean with Ronaldo when he left for Juventus, you kind of kind of you kind of went ah, okay, sure. I mean, that's that's him just following ambition. But Messi loves Barcelona. He was willing to take a pay cut, right? Uh, and even that they couldn't sort it out. So the the question is, how could you not have seen this, Jean Laporta? You you guys were so focused on your internal elections, your club politics that you lost the symbol of the club. They're taking down the murals already. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's so people. sad to see.
1: But, you know, happy for him. He gets to play with an all-star team. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I did mention to you earlier, I think it's time to uh, invest in one of those messy number 30 PSG jerseys. Oh, uh, we'll okay. certainly be a, okay. an investment piece going forward. But back to the <laughs> Premier League, uh, the best league in the world, uh, the most followed league, the most watched league everywhere you go. We start off with Brentford against Arsenal. Uh, Brentford, of course, newly promoted side. Mm-hmm. Ivan Tony leading that front. Front line you know, have you seen much of them coming into the new season? You watch them a little no, bit? No, not
0: really, to be honest. Uh, and and you would probably write them off uh, in your first game, right? Oh, you're against Arsenal. Uh, but I'm thinking Arsenal have their fair share of pressure. There's a certain Ben White who has to prove his 50 million price tag. Uh, so mm. it's the start of the season. I'm, I don't think we need to make too much of uh, an, even if Arsenal won like 5-0. Come on, it's just the first game.
1: I think Bradford will, uh, you know, surprise them. You well, I'm so? hoping they will. Because <laughs> <laughs> as you mentioned that Ben White £50 million price tag is not going to go down very well mm. in, in, particularly in front of the Brentford fans as well True, they yes. really have a lot to play for and uh, you know I am expecting a surprise but looking ahead Manchester United Leeds United their rivalry mm. within that fixture Manchester United of course will be playing at Old Trafford uh, the last time these two sides met was a draw but before that uh, was uh, quite a hammering that Leeds yeah. suffered you know how do expect United to go into this side with the likes of Jadon Sancho? Do you think he's going to feature much? Rafael Varane possibly?
0: Well, they've looked good in pre-season, haven't they? Uh, I think the last game of the pre-season was against a Premier League side, Everton, a nice 4-0 win. Some of the players looking refreshed, but again, it's different when you're in pre-season compared with uh, going into the league itself. Uh, Thankfully, they're at home. Uh, There's an all rivalry so that's always going to give each player 10% extra. I think all eyes really are on Jadon Sancho and Raphael Varane. Do they play or not? Uh, are, would they even be on the bench? And um, Donny van der Beek has uh, bulked up quite a bit. Calvin Phillips had a great Euros. So right there in the middle of the park, it's going to be quite an interesting battle. It's
1: time to put down the marker. United need to start strong if
0: they are <laughs> we're, going we're just to biased. challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but looking ahead, the uh, Super Cup winners, Champions League mm. winners Chelsea are in action against Crystal Palace. Of course, uh, all this talk of Romelu Lukaku, will he feature in that game? But Chelsea do look a solid side, managed by Thomas Tuchel. He's brought something new to the sign. But then again, fans back in the stadium.
0: Will it change things for Chelsea this season? Don't think so. I don't think so. Come on. I'm, i In fact, uh, they are right up there as my favourites to win the title this season from a very neutral point of view. If they get Romelu Lukaku, oh my goodness, they're going to look even stronger. If they don't, or if they have a system where they try to play Lukaku and Werner together... Then I foresee that might not go so well, uh, but if he's, he's, he's going to be the main man, Lukaku, that is, uh, watch out, Chelsea, forced to be reckoned with.
1: Yeah, the beast is back, of course, played with Manchester United, Everton and West Brom in the Premier League, knows the surroundings uh, very well. We're in conversation with Elliot Danker from The Breakfast Huddle, of course, a very familiar voice on the station. Uh, Norwich City will be in action against Liverpool. Uh, hmm. Liverpool, of course, have uh, Virgil van Dijk, their defensive back. Joe Gomez is also back in the starting lineup. Haven't been that busy, brought in Ibrahima Kanate. We talked about that um, a little bit, but all eyes will be on Mo Salah. And Norwich, Liverpool uh, always promises goals and uh, it doesn't look too good for Norwich when it comes yeah. around.
0: Yeah, pretty straightforward for Liverpool. Jürgen Klopp, uh, the manager has come out to say that there really is no case to invest in players right now. Everyone will be looking forward to Van Dijk returning, like you mentioned, but uh, for me, Uh, Keep your eyes on Ibrahima Kouanate this season. I feel that he's going to make his mark in that central defense. I like this defender a lot and he's going to be a huge, huge asset to... Uh, Liverpool. A lot of people, you know, talk about uh, Diadopa Makano from uh, Abe Leipzig, but uh, really, this is that defensive partner that made it work for so long.
1: Yeah, he's such a good player, so Ooh. good on the ball, and Liverpool have really uh, got themselves as a great player for that price tag as well. Oh yeah. But you know, the standout fixture of this weekend is uh, none other than Manchester City against Tottenham. Harry Kane being in the news. Will he go? Will he stay? He started talks with Nuno Espirito Santo just a few days ago. He's in quarantine. Uh, You know, just so much surrounding
0: Harry Kane. But is he worth that money, though? Okay, so that's one question, right? The other question I have is, is he forcing a move away? We still haven't gotten any confirmation on that. But if he is forcing a move away, do you play him against City? You've had players come out in the past say that they would score, threaten to score own goals if they don't get their move. Uh, there are players that uh, literally go a wall, you know, for for weeks. Uh, so if Harry Kane is truly forcing a move, you've got to send a message. You don't play this player. No player is bigger than the club. Yes, great servant, Harry Kane. But no player is bigger than the club. If you play Harry Kane, then that's going to be quite a spectacle. And truth be told... One hundred million on Jack Grealish. You didn't need to spend that money. You should have not spent that money and purchase Harry Kane way ahead of time. Then that would make this even uh, an even bigger spectacle. So what if you've got The best creative force In the Premier League Where your midfield is concerned
1: It's a finish And it's not even a, An audition Because he'll be playing In front of the Tottenham fans yeah. Who will be giving him A lot of abuse Regardless of well, the results. Well it result. depends But yeah, yeah Good yeah, point, good because, point. Uh, because there's been talk That he's wanted to move He's had a gentleman's agreement yeah. With Daniel Levy To leave the club But Jack Grealish of course 100 million I can find So many players I would rather exactly. invest in and And it, it's so obvious That they need need need. A striker they need and help. now that Phil yeah. Foden's out actually opens a little door for Jack Relish to come in and but still so you've what? Got so many other players uh, who could potentially play in that position yeah one can only wonder how this uh, Pep roulette uh, will play out for the majority of the season <laughs> in terms of uh, some of the other uh, teams out there this season the likes of Leicester City let's say Aston Villa they've, mm. they've been very busy in mm. this transfer you know, in fact I've actually put them as uh, one of the ones that could surprise a lot of people this season we've seen them sign Danny Ings Leon Bailey mm-hmm. Emiliano Bondia. Mm-hmm. they've invested that money carefully but also in a, in, in, in a controlled sense they haven't yeah. gone overboard they yeah. haven't been ripped off for of these players how do you think they're going to fare this season
0: Europa League finish as in Europa League position. Uh, that's that's my verdict for Aston Villa. I hope the team clicks. Love the signings they've made. Very prudent, very smart signings. Leicester City uh, should finally be able to crack into Champions League. I really hope for Brendan Rodgers. The poor guy's been working so hard. And given the budget that he's got, he's he's really built a solid team. Um, and This may be an unpopular opinion, but uh, I would watch out for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, because I think that by the time the end of the season comes without Nuno Espirito Santo, um, the, there might be some players worth getting in the shopping window. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain Ruben Neves
1: who, exactly. uh, who grabs my attention every time. I just want to touch on Everton. Uh, they've brought in a it, yeah, yeah. Uh, new manager, Rafael Benitez, of course, very well known to mm, Liverpool mm, fans. Mm. Uh, gone just uh, down the road to um, Goodison Park, and uh, you know, taking over the reins there from Carlo Ancelotti. You know, Everton has always, since that David Moyes uh, sort of era, they've been there and about. How do you think they're going to go this season?
0: Should be okay. Uh, You know, in terms of uh, being under Rafa Benitez, he knows the Premier League very well. Um, So I don't think that's going to be a problem. I don't really think it's an issue the fact that he was a former Liverpool manager. He's done the job at Newcastle. And I think he's got a lot of good players at his disposal. You know, James Rodriguez is still there. Alan, who's so crucial in the middle of the park. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I am a huge fan of his. And if he can keep him on the team for at least this season, he might have a good finish there.
1: What about Jordan Pickford?
0: Oh. (laughs) Jordan... (laughs) incredible
1: yeah. Euros but uh, that game against ever, United uh, if there
0: ever was going to be a weakness <laughs>
1: <laughs> we
0: just had to put it in
1: there but uh, <laughs> of course so Elliot just before I let you do you get some predictions here to put you on the spot okay. your top four for this season
0: in no particular order uh, Man City uh, United Liverpool and Chelsea.
1: Yeah, that sounds solid.
0: And to win the league, Chelsea to win the league.
1: Yeah, Chelsea look strong. Chelsea Very look good.
0: really strong. Uh, right at the bottom, mm, golly, uh, this is going to be a tough one. Southampton, I think it's about time. got to fear for them because uh, with Danny Ings gone, Yannick yeah. Bestergaard as well, yeah, uh,
1: kind of struggle a little it's, bit. Yeah,
0: It's about time for Southampton. <laughs> I don't think Watford will be able to stay uh, as well. Norwich uh, City? Yeah, I'm going to put Norwich City right in there as well.
1: Yeah, interesting. It'll be, uh, you know, I just can't wait to see uh, live football back, particularly Premier League football. And in fact, the daylight saving hasn't kicked in yet. We can watch (laughs) some of these games at, uh, you know, normal hours. We've been in conversation with Elliot Danker from the Breakfast Huddle. And, of course, we'll be hearing a lot more from Elliot in the weeks to come as the Premier League season gathers a little bit
0: more shape. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.